welcome to the 60th episode of Downtime Podcast featuring Jeremy and Elisa. Today is a very special Yakuza spoiler cast, right Elisa? A 60th episode for the 6th episode of the Yakuza franchise. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically, if you want to be really technical, it's 7th because Zero is a prequel. Mm. But we're just going to go with that. It's the 6th Yakuza. We have a spoiler cast ready. And it's the 60th episode. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, so we both so, bought the special edition of the game. I think we mentioned this before. It comes with all the yeah. little, little trinkets, but they don't really add to the whole game aspect. There's no like DLC that came with it. It was more like, a this is fun to look at, and this is fun to use, and this is the game. So I don't collect... I don't have collector's editions of things often. I really have to like something to buy it, and I'm really impressed with this collector's edition. It, yeah. felt, it feels very thought out as well as for the fans for sure it's very useful <laughs> yeah very useful very pragmatic and very meaningful in the art book as well yeah and um you know at the time i didn't realize it but i could tell why this special collector's edition was you know the way it is is because like not all of the uh not all the all the special editions so far for Yakuza in the US have always been like steel books while Japan gets like stickers and stuff but this one I think it you know it was Kiryu's last ride so of course they had to go all out I know go hard or go home exactly and they really did it's a very well done packaging for sure yeah yeah I wish I had more glasses though I like these uh these little bar glasses they're so nice I I swear, I bet you that type of thing's gonna be a. Av- if Sega, Sega probably has an online store. Yeah, there's oh, probably they do. They definitely do have an online store in the U.S. I wonder if because of the rise of Yakuza, there's gonna be more Yakuza products available on their online store. Well, to add to that, as a side note, because I think of the rise of Yakuza, they decided to release Shenmue One and Two to the to the West. Well, also because mm-hmm. to promote the third game, but also because third-person action-adventure games set in Japan are, like, I guess becoming popular. Okay. So, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, that is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to make a comment on the packaging, since uh, I don't know if many people know that we bought the special edition versions, because we were huge fans of the series already, even though we've only played, like, was the third game that we both played. Um, yes, Definitely. But- but uh, yeah, no, we 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 <coughs> love to give our money to the series because we want more. We want more Yakuza games in the future localized. I know. West. And we, uh, as we're recording this in a in a month and a half ish, the Kiwami Two game is going to come out. Yep, I got that pre ordered for sure. I still haven't pre ordered it actually. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'm going to get an online copy. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, so before I call a complete spoiler, um, warning, I actually have a comment to make about the game. And by the way, you can spoil whatever you want. We already said that at the beginning of this podcast, so you can say whatever you want. (laughs) It's true, but this is not a spoiler comment, so uh, it would be, if fans wanted to hear this, that's, you know, that's their prerogative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing that I noticed about this game that was very interesting to me was the cultural difference in, between Onomichi and Kamurocho in that they were really they were really trying to emphasize 
the tech versus the country. And I also want to make a comment that they really did their best in the English translation to show you that, hey, these people are from the countryside. They they really... Um, they had the slang, they had the contractions. It would that I that was very interesting. Like they even in the localization made that apparent. Yeah, and it was also ex- to express a different dialect, which yeah. is, I thought was really cool because the the Hiroshima dialect is actually kind of the basis for yakuza films. For for the way that yakuza talk to each other in media is kind of based off the Hiroshima dialect. So it's kind of fun, like hearing it. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was very fun, um, to the point that I'm not a Japanese speaker, so you know sometimes a lot of the Japanese blends together, even in if they're using different accents. But because this translation made me think that oh, this is like a different area and accent all of a sudden i started noticing the nuances even in the language Mm-hmm. yeah me too i mean uh it's the hiroshima dialect is very similar to the kansai dialect but they're also very different because of you know just location and proximity so i thought yeah. it was really fun to hear the hiroshima dialect and then um uh when after i played the yakuza kiwami 2 demo a little bit of it i was hearing the osaka dialect and i was like oh wow like they they sound really similar, but they're also very, very different. For sure, it's cool. Um, I yeah, I appreciate that they they got the accents down as well for li- like literally everyone in the in in uh, Onomichi, unless they specified that they were from like Tokyo or you know yeah. not not from Onomichi, then they had a different dialect. So I was like, wow, that's interesting. So did you play yeah. the 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 bar game, the bar conversation game yet? Oh yes. Okay, so. The bar conversation game was absolutely my favorite sub story uh, in Yakuza Six. Yeah, and I, it it felt like a regular sub story, but very elevated and very personal. And I like the idea that the sub story was just the build on of getting to know people in a bar, and you all collectively become friends with each other. Yeah, it was it was literally like its own game in kind of a way because like it, the stories were so self-contained. It really is. Oh man, the I believe it's called The Price of Love. It was my favorite sub story about the pawn uh the pawn store owner who finds out that he like a, someone sold him a wedding ring from his ex-wife. Oh god. That one really hit me in the feels for sure. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that, that really, was rough. Yeah, I, that was my favorite sub story. I think of the entire game because just off of sheer like romanticness and oh my god, it had like the funniest uh, cut when Kiryu and the other bar people found out that they were talking to the ex-wife, and it was just like I I can't explain it, but like the cut was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they're like what? <laughs> what? Nani? So, <laughs> which is Kiryu's favorite word. I've, I've come to learn that was his. He said that like at least two hundred times during this game, and I was like, "Wow, Kiryu, please! How do you not know what's going on all the time?" Like it's like Nani? He, he's like, Nani? "Oh my god!" There's something that annoyed me about him. <laughs> um. Anyways, the uh my, my favorite um bar bar snack story was probably 
the one where they're trying to help him the the dude find his teacher or like you know like oh that was so <laughs> hilarious it was so it threw, hilariously it threw adorable. me for a, yeah it threw me for a loop because I, I really thought it was a woman like what it's a yes. man he's like what and what then, do you like, think <laughs> everyone at the bar got mad too when yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 when they realized it was a man oh yeah that was really funny <laughs> was i love thing. these sub stories because they twisted on you um like it starts off funny to some degree and then you find out the root of the truth yeah and it go it you know typical yakuza lesson but i really appreciate these sub stories yeah and i I also wanted i mentioned the bar because i wanted to point out that the mama of that bar did not have an accent and uh, the rest of the patrons had like the hiroshima accent Hmm. And, and she did say at the end that she was from like Tokyo area or oh, yeah. not not from Onomichi. So I was like, oh, that's why you sound different. For sure. Also, she's like mad crushing on Kiryu, but the, that's, the ship horn that's went a off. Different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, a I, was going, story. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured the, I'm not maxed out with Mama yet. So I assume that the final sub story of that bar is Mama herself. But, oh, fuck. Um, I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I went straight to I went straight to the game, so I'm actually gonna finish it on Premium Adventure. So it's all it's all good. My bad. I I mentioned something that you had to do. You did? Never mind. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So. I'm like because <laughs> keep it that it way. Do, it doesn't surprise me if she has a if she has a crush on Kiryu. Everyone has a crush on Kiryu. Uh, so okay. well, the way the way that she tells it is really funny. So when, once once oh, you finish okay. that, once you finish her sub story, you're gonna start laughing. Okay, for sure. Um. And yeah. and then uh. Also, I just want to point out that the baseball game and the clan games were also really fun too. Oh um, yeah, and and like what I actually really like, sort of, is that they were systematic in that it was more. It was like a strategy game where you just kind of had to set your pieces, and then you could you could actually just fast forward the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you um did you finish the both of those games? No, I didn't. Okay. I yeah, a I'm lot almost... to be done. I'm almost done with the baseball one. The baseball one got really hard at the end because you oh, have to have an all-star team, and I have an all-star team, but we're losing all the time. <laughs> oh, I can imagine how difficult that... Like, that game was already difficult to win the very first one. Oh, like, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that makes sense. My my advice to you, Elisa, is you need to get two more all-star players that are based in Komorocho, and they're both in the batting center, and they That's have... That's what I thought. They make you do challenges to get them oh. and those challenges are kind of hard oh god it's so like you have to do yeah you have to do like home runs but if you miss a home run let's say you get to five right you get five home runs if you miss the sixth home run you go back down to zero. Oh, oh man it's like shinada all over again except much more difficult it's, it's all good hard. though it's hard it's hard but then yeah you, yeah no, and my advice to you, you is if you're if you're gonna bat use the touchpad on the ps4 because it's much easier to aim with yeah Instead of using like the joystick, but if you like the joystick, that's fine too. But I just found the okay. touchpad easier because it was more. Thanks accurate. for the heads up. Yeah, no, no worries. Um. Also, uh, graphics were gorgeous. Uh, uh, there were points where I was like, "Oh man, Kiryu looks like a fucking real person." Right yeah, now. no, it was scary real. Scary real, and um, oh god, I love this. I love this, especially. Kamarucha when you're walking through the sign, and I especially love Onomichi when you're looking into the ocean. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah, like the, the, 
just the the visuals, the scenery, like the feeling yeah. of being in Japan. Like the the Yakuza games know how to like put you into the story and make you feel Definitely. like you're in Japan. And then yeah. I, the touch I liked the most about it was uh, when you go first person, and like being first person is so cool too because you get to like see everything from Kiri's perspective. And he's a yeah. tall guy. He's really tall. I just realized oh. that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so funny because compared to his actor, like he's just so Kiri is an anomaly. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. just an anomaly. Uh so what did you think of the story overall, the main the main overarching story? Alright. Let's get into the fucking story. And then and then I have a question after that. Okay. So you wanna know my opinion overall? Yeah, yeah. Overall, I liked the story a lot, and I liked it. So I've played Zero, Kiwami, 5, and 6, and if I had to rank it, I would do 5, 0, 6, and 1. Hmm. Yes. It's interesting the direction that Yakuza 6 went because of the way that 5 was and the way 5 ended. So I almost wonder if my opinion of 6 would have been different if I didn't play Yakuza 5 first. And because I played Yakuza 5, um, it kind of, in a way, altered my the way that I felt about the ending of the game. Mm-hmm. And and when I say the ending, I mean, like, actually the final chapter. Okay. Um, That's fair. Yeah. But, um... And, and I really do need to play five so i'm still waiting for that uh western release for five probably gonna come out in 2020 at this rate or Uh, 2021 well there'll be a yakuza every year (laughs) true or two two a year until then i guess yeah and then by the time that happens then the new character ichiban's gonna come in uh we'll see we'll see how we feel about him i know (laughs) Okay, what was your other question? Yeah, uh, what, who's your favorite character? Oh, by a long shot, my favorite character it is um, Nagumo. Oh, that's mine too. Yes! <laughs> I love yes, him. Yes, he's amazing. God, you know, I think I would have been the most upset if he ended up being a bad guy. Like, I, I would have, like, yeah. I was already, like, I was already a hot mess when hero say but but like if nagamo was actually a bad guy oh uh, it would have been the end of the world for me to be if, he, if he died it would be, have been the end of the world for me because i didn't want him to oh die. my god you know i really thought that at some point he was gonna take a bullet i was like oh like yeah my heart and, and he did he did take a bullet right and he took a slash several yeah. of them yeah he's oh man yeah, I think I liked him the most because of his story arc. Because he went yes. from like lowly, lowly dude, lowly like uh like family yakuza head that just like hit on this bar lady to yeah. I'm gonna go save the fucking world basically. Yeah, basically, <laughs> kind of was like he was a captain, but because at the time Hiroshima didn't have a lot of action, there really wasn't much to stand up for and then eventually turning into a complete full-fledged captain who's just like kiryu we're gonna take care of this on, on our, by ourselves 
Yeah, I'm going to leave the team. Like, Me and the boys are going to go out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn. But really, the whole entire Hirose family, I really love them. They're, they're a ragtag bunch. Yeah, and I'm glad that they all didn't die, because I felt like some of them were going to die. I really did feel like someone was going to die. I actually felt... Well, I mean, technically, one of them dies. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought that it was going to be... Um, Yuta or Nagumo who was going to die. If it if someone had to die, it was going to be either the two of them. Yeah. But thank God. I felt like Yuta wasn't going to die simply because of the story. Uh, and I Oh yeah, feel- the way the story progressed, it eventually became clear like, oh, they're going to try to not kill him off. Yeah. And I thought Nagumo was going to die just totally. because like it just felt like he was like felt right you know and plus uh we thought that kiyomi died so we're like oh okay it looks like he's gonna die too eventually because somea died kiyomi died but I then know. i was like oh shit kiyomi's back and she's wearing the exact same thing <laughs> yes she's here so going actually into mama and when you first get to hiroshima um god what a what a weird turn of events where basically everyone knew about Haruka, and they all kept it a secret for like a good four chapters of the game. Actually. I know, and Kiryu's like, man, I get this weird sense that someone's hiding something, and you're all hiding it. <laughs> we didn't say it out right until like the end of that chapter. It's and- funny too because Kiryu's like, I know y'all are hiding something, but I'm just going to wait. Because yeah. I'm not leaving anyway. <laughs> he's like, I'll let guilt take over and let you tell me. But that never happened. But he's got it fed up with it. He's like, just fucking tell me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. I also actually really liked Mama's character, too. Yeah, me too. I think her her overall arc was really good. Her yeah. uh, Also, I, I have to say this, uh, going back to Nagano, Nagumo and Mama, I like both of their real-life actors. Because they're, you know, mm. their their likenesses are based on real people, and I've seen a bunch yes. of movies and TV shows with them in it, and so I I already liked them before this game happened, so yeah. I, I like them even more now. They're actors and actresses because of like just the way that that they presented themselves in in a video game, like they made it seem like so realistic. Yes, definitely. All of the voice actors, I recognized them in the end. Yeah, and that was really fun. Yeah, also so cool. It was, man, They, I, you see, I don't know Japanese um, industry that much, but for for one, I probably expected Hirosei. Hirosei is a popular actor. Yep, that's Beat Takeshi. Just because, and I wonder if how Japanese people felt playing this game when they were like, oh my god, all these actors are in this game. I mean, I know some people were like, finally, like we finally have a Yakuza game with Beat Takeshi because he's like the dude that kind of pioneered Yakuza cinema in a way, in the West especially. So if for a yes. lot of Western audience people, they knew him as, you know, the guy from Battle Royale. Um, I guess I guess from like the yes. Outrage series, Kikijiro, all these other different movies. And when they're like, oh, finally, he's in a, a Yakuza video game. It's like, oh, wow, this seems very fitting. But um. The guy oh, I think definitely. I mentioned this before, but the guy that plays Nagumo is actually a com- like a well-known comedian, especially like in the Osaka yes. area. So it was really weird for him playing a serious role. Like I showed our our friend, our mutual friend Yuri. She's from Osaka, Elisa. And then um, I showed Oh, I remember you Yeah, and I showed her the, the 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 photo yes. book and I showed her like, "Oh, look, look who it is." She's like, "What the hell? Like why is he in the game?" I'm like, "You know, you know, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 
Because why yeah. not? That's pretty much why the whole not? series. That's what the whole series is based on. Like, because why not? <laughs> yes, because why not? You want to? Because it's fucking Yakus. Like when you're fighting a bunch of dudes in a convenience store and you press triangle, you could slam his head through the microwave and then the guy will microwave it for you. Why not? (laughs) Oh my God. I love how fighting in those convenience stores or those restaurants, you just smash a window and right after the battle, (laughs) and they just give you a look like, bitch. (laughs) Like, hey, yeah, you just messed up my store. Get the hell out of here. I was (laughs) laughing so hard. I know. So, one more comment about Nagumo, especially in his story arc, but his treatment of Kiyo, Kiyomi after he found out all of these secrets and how, like, in the, like, you know, he had this crush, but really he has le- a lot of respect and admiration for this woman. And I just like, oh, the scene where, where they're at the bar and they come to terms. Oh, man, that was such a beautiful oh, scene. I yeah. totally cried. I cried a lot in this game. <laughs> yeah, so. I know what you mean. <laughs> it was it was really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, his yeah, his overall arc was really well done with, with Kiyomi because he went from I'm going to be an asshole to you and anyone who tries to touch you to I understand what's going on. I understand you. I respect you. And uh, now yes. I have a duty to fulfill and a, and a sense of honor because of what Somaya said. So going back to uh, your ranking for the stories, for myself, I, I would put zero at the top and and then uh, six and then Kiwami because I haven't played it. I haven't played any yeah. other games, but. I do like I, li- I like sure. the fact that Zero had two protagonists, but again, I'm beating a dead horse because we've talked about this so many times. <laughs> I think that overall the game was really well thought out. There was a lot, there was enough twists and turns to keep you going, but there were some moments that just felt way too long. You know, like there were there was there was just so much exposition. <clears throat> there came a point where I was trying to like leave to go do stuff with my brother. And we were just sitting there because I needed to save, and uh, we were gonna we we're about to leave to watch a movie. And I was like, "All right." So then we're playing. You just leave it <laughs> running. You leave your PlayStation. Well, see, running. I, I didn't think about that at the time because I was like, "I'll, I'll we'll just get to this part." So then I was at the part where uh, they reveal the secret of Onomichi, the giant ship, and then um, there I was like waiting for them to keep talking. And you know how it cuts from like. Profe- like really professional looking cutscene to just like them talking with like the, the text box that the yes. dialogue like it came to that part and I was like oh my god this exposition is so stupid so I kept pressing X to fast forward through it and I could you know I could I could read faster than I could listen to them speak so I was just reading all of it and then it, by the cut ca- by the time it was over it was like it was like thirty <laughs> minutes I was like that was thirty minutes of me pressing X like that was just so stupid <laughs> uh, man that's fine oh. Oh my yeah, that was God. like I told you. It's, like, there are some moments where I'm like, "This is just a movie." Like, I'm just gonna sit here and watch it. Yeah, especially towards the end. Ugh. You know, honestly, the final the final battle scene where um, Nagumo and Kiryu decide to go back to Onomichi, they they did the favor of you of cutting the scene of them returning to Onomichi. Yep. They're like, "Hey, you're in Onomichi." <laughs> they just went straight to it. They're just like, "Fuck it." We're just yeah, yeah. They're like, it. "Hey, you're in Onomichi." It's like, okay. Uh, yep. I will accept this. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that was funny. Yeah. Um. So, Kome. So Komea was a very Somea. 
Yeah. Somaya. Somaya was a very was a very interesting character when you find out that he's the ex-husband of Kiyomi and just kind of like a very non-traditional clan member. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, especially the way he was running business and everything. He's all very flashy for sure. And he didn't have any tattoos. And he didn't, he didn't have any tattoos, it. yeah. I thought that was very interesting and progressive because it kind of reflected the time. Yes, cause because it I, was it was like 2015 yeah. or something. 16. It was 16, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, wow, like <clears throat> I'm sure I'm sure the the producers or the writers did their research because I I, I have a feeling that I and I haven't really looked into modern yakuza culture or lore yeah but I, I just feel like modern yakuza don't wear tattoos because you know they want to be able to, to conduct business appropriately in like onsens but also to show that they're moving forward without the need to you know waste their time putting ink on their back to show it for anything like they want to show that they're businessmen but also you know a ruthless businessman oh yeah it makes sense it makes a lot of sense to me for sure yeah so that was really progressive that somebody didn't have any tattoos as a yakuza yeah, and he was a bit of a flawed character. A flawed in the sense that, like, he was, he wasn't outright terrible. I mean, he was kind of slimy and sneaky, he was, but he, yeah, he was slimy. But he was one of those like troubled people, <laughs> as troubled I would like youth. to troubled youth, <laughs> as I would like to call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and uh, the actor that played Somaya is also extremely famous in Japan. And I just want to point out that that actor did very, very well. With his character, and he went all out, so I gotta give him props too. That guy was in uh, Boys Over Flowers, the original, like 2003, <laughs> and a bunch of other stuff, but yeah. From Boys Over Flowers to. Running the Yakuza, Tojo Clan. <laughs> running the Yakuza. <laughs> so, real quick, so, uh, Ogiri, Shun Ogiri. Yeah. Oguri. Um, I think he was. He was in this other. Uh, show that I really liked. Oh, um, Boros? Hana Zakari. Yeah, Hana Kimi. Yeah, so Sh- Shono Guri is in Hana Kimi, and he's like one of the best characters of the show. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, and yeah, he's ba- he's been in a lot of romantic comedies in his life. So. Yeah, yeah, he has a he has quite an experience under his belt. Yeah, he has a lot of he has so many different roles. So it it was so great to see him in this. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Great. He's great. How do you feel about the game basically including triads and jingguan and just like it wasn't necessarily about clan versus clan but it got international i thought it was cool i thought it was interesting and fun um also i haven't played the previous games because i know the jingguan and the and the Sayo triad are from previous games that we didn't see because i think three or four deals with the the korean mafia and then hmm. i know the triad are in a previous game as well that we haven't touched yet but um i see <clears throat> yeah i I thought it was interesting, but I, I again I didn't really understand why they were there in the beginning because I didn't play the other games and I didn't want to read up on the the stuff in the menu because I wanted to play the games before you know I. I As uh, the story progressed, the triads made more sense than the Jingguan. Yeah, <laughs> like the Jingguan, like the triads were very clear, like what was going on. 
And then the Jingguan was like, oh, I got to I got to read Reddit real quick. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, hey, they're like, hey, we're here, here, too. That's how it felt to me. I still don't under. Yeah, I still understand why they're there, but I will probably figure that out once I play three, four or five. Yeah, essentially what I understood was they also wanted a piece of power too, so they had yeah. an alliance with Iwami and, you know, uh, triads to some degree. Yeah. Also, straight up, Han Jung-gi looked like Top from Big Bang. They really went out of their way to make <clears throat> him look like a pop star. And I was like, I get it. At the same time, like they this re- isn't realistic. Like very, very stereotypical Korean pop star. I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Right. This is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it was really funny because I get. I think they used two different actors for his Korean voice and his Japanese voice, but it was so obvious. And that's how it was for like the people speaking Mandarin and and their Japanese voice actors. Like it was so obvious yeah. it was a different person. But I was like, eh, it doesn't detract me that much. But it it did kind of pull me out for a second. I was like, is that a different voice actor? Oh, it is. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine too. And making all the the triad uh, voice actors that are japanese speak with a with a chinese japanese accent i thought that was really that was a really nice touch yes definitely especially uh, ed he had a, like a very thick chinese accent when he was speaking japanese oh yes and i was like oh cool this is it very fun felt much more realer i was like ooh, <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs> all right so going into the triads um now we're getting into business because mm. essentially you find out. Okay, so if anyone has listened to a couple episodes before this, I made a prediction that I was pretty positive that Utah was the father, mm-hmm. based off of me analyzing storylines too much in movies. Yeah, <laughs> there was no young character introduced aside from utah that it like it didn't make sense because there's one thing for sure as the story progressed and maybe like after like basically after kiryu and then became friends yeah i knew that the father was someone that we was going to be someone we already knew because i feel like it would have been an injustice to the game and haruka if the father was just a really random person or if the father was already dead, actually. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just, yeah, especially because Kiryu brought the baby down to <laughs> Hiroshima. Yeah. With, yeah, so I actually, like, from that point, I knew that we had to have known the character. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I get what you're saying. That being said, when Tatsukawa would, would, ended up being dead, I was just like, okay, Yuta's gotta be the father, because this guy's fucking dead. Yeah, same. And then, yeah, same. I was like, okay, the 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 writers wouldn't just throw this guy away if he was the father. Like, there's no way. There's yeah, gotta be more to this exact- than that. Exactly. And then, it got confusing with the whole triad thing, because um, Tatsukawa ended up being a... Tr- First of all, can I just say that for you to be undercover when you're like freaking 12 years old or whatever yeah. as a triad <laughs> and befriend someone, that's a lot of like, <laughs> how the fuck do you do that? Yeah, right? What the heck? <laughs> how do I do that now? I'm, I'm 26. I yeah. can do it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who the hell does that? That's like some, that's like some bloodline dedication. Holy shit. They, some- they did say that the, the triad are very dedicated to their bloodlines, though. I know. 
until the end but you know <laughs> who am i to say that <laughs> yeah 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 Yeah, but i just thought it was crazy how this mo- these motherfuckers like perpetuated this lie for so long and you know what the funny thing about all of this is i bet you if they just left utah alone we would have never found out he would have n- like none of this would have ever happened actually <laughs> and that's okay <laughs> yeah um and then I then I got really confused because they were talking about Triad so much and they were talking about this baby that finally it clicked and I was like, this fucking baby's Chinese. Yep, and that means Utah's Chinese. Except it didn't click at first because I was like, wait, but Utah's not Chinese. I'm so confused. And then like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the the final reveal was like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That whole that whole thing, the secret of Onomichi, Haruto being the key, like it was so confusing at first, but then after a while, I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. This is, uh, okay. <laughs> We're going to roll with this now, huh? This, oh, by the way, really random. When I figured, when it was finally revealed that he was a father, I was like, yes! Because at that point, <laughs> you didn't want any, because aside from being right, you didn't want anyone else to be the father. Yuta's a pretty okay kid. Like, basically, yeah. what we didn't want was Haruka to date a dick. That was the only yeah. thing we all didn't want. So okay, okay. At first, honestly, I thought the father would be Akiyama. I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, that would like, be some crazy shit, though. Like, I was like, damn, if Akiyama was the father, that would be weird. First of all, that would. And be, second of all, yeah, it, it would be. It would seem plausible in the beginning. It seemed kind of plausible, but of course, towards the end, you're like, okay, there's no way, no one else could be the father. But uh. Yeah, no. I, I, in the beginning, I thought I didn't think it was Utah. I thought it was someone else. <laughs> I fe- I thought it was Utah basically after chapter five, and then I was Team Utah from from then on. Yeah, you were right Cause too. I'll- you because you kept texting me like all these things about Utah, and I was like, I can't say anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was I kept saying you'll see because I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't expect you to t- respond to me, anyways. I was just telling uh, you, like, dude, this fucking guy, this motherfucker, like, <laughs> yeah, yep. especially with the Hirose stuff recently. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know where oh you my, are. Oh my gosh. Hirose, Patriarch Hirose. Patriarch Hirose, fist, <laughs> waving fist in the air. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reveal of Haruto and Yuta was actually pretty fun. At this point, Yuta's having an existential crisis. And he's just like, dude, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm a triad. Like, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm unfit to be this father, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. Nagumo is just like... Yuta, you better get on this boat right now, or I'm going to punch you in the face. And then <laughs> Nagumo straight up is punching him in the face until Kiryu stops him. And you think that <laughs> Kiryu is going to say something insightful like, no. And then what follows is, <laughs> Nagumo, there's only one person who deserves <laughs> to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> it was so well done. I was like, oh, yeah. yes. And he threw him through the door. I was like, oh, God, dude. I know. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. I love that was. I love that scene so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just like, I'm going to be saved. He's like, no. <laughs> nope. Not today. No, you get the wrath of the dragon of Dojima. <laughs> Did Yuta know the entire time that he was the father and kept it a secret, or did Yuta just kept this fact the secret that he was in a relationship with Haruka, and therefore he was a contender to being the father? The latter. Okay. Because 
Okay. For yeah, sure. because he he was really surprised that that was his baby. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Um, because uh, there was a point I was like, I don't understand what was the secret anymore, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, damn. I'm honestly like, I, I, I man, I don't know if this is the place to talk about it. I don't know if I don't know what Haruka saw in him. I don't know what happened that night. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, first, okay. First of all, he saved her from being embarrassed by the tabloids and the media. I remember that. Yeah. And I don't know. The guy seems pretty pretty chill, and you know he was protective of her. Was she all like, "Oh, protect my babies too"? You know, was yeah. she like that, or was she like, "Oh, Utah"? You know what I mean? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I just, I'm just curious. Look, <laughs> this game has everything. It's got like, it's got like porn stars. So I was just wondering, like, how far they'd go with the other stuff. But you I guess they the... didn't go very far. I don't think they've ever <laughs> showed someone kiss in this game, unless. No. Okay, that because at first I was like, oh, these two. I, I'm waiting for like the first kiss scene. And it never happened. I was actually most upset we didn't get a first kiss scene. <laughs> but yeah, for the for a game that's M rated, they don't have a lot of stuff like that between the main characters. They'll do it with the sub stories, but they don't do it with the main characters. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting uh, direction to go. Mm, yeah, I mean, maybe it was because of the motion capture. Maybe they couldn't do it correctly. I don't know. Who who knows? To be honest, maybe it's a culture thing. I don't know. <laughs> The whole scene where they basically burned down the Triad headquarters in Little Asia. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that scene with Big Low and how essentially they save him in the end. What uh, really touched on the theme of this entire story, which Kiryu actually goes into later, which we'll talk about again, but the theme of parents and kids and relationships. And Yeah. Yeah. And how, like, you know, the reason why a lot of kids go off the rails sometimes is because they don't have any guidance of any kind. That's what this whole game was about, right? It's actually, a, what it's, it's, if you think about it now, it's what this whole franchise is about. <laughs> it's about delinquents becoming heroes, becoming delinquents. Yeah. And then finding family, basically. Mm-hmm. But, I don't have a family, but you're our family now, is pretty much, like, the message of the whole game. I know. And... I swear, um, Yuta was had gone off the rails. A lot of times, Yuta was going off the rails and just like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. And then is <laughs> just like, shut the fuck up. You're going to fucking live and then take care of your goddamn child. I'm going to beat the <laughs> shit out of you and carry you out of this. <laughs> he said that at least three times, Yuta. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Yuta, you fucking idiot. And Kiryu got so pissed off, too. Yeah. You, like, what you just said was, it was so funny. Like, I know. He's like, he's like, Yuta, this is like the third time you said that. Can you shut the fuck up for one second and just live? <laughs> like, why are you being a little dick right now come on <laughs> it was so funny like I, yeah i just thought like it was so hilarious <laughs> yeah i just know like, right just like i just found out that you're my son-in-law and you better shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> essentially it was what happened he's like now we're practically related so shut up yeah you're gonna take care of your baby because <laughs> you just logic is stupid too he's like don't worry haruka has you haruka haruka, haruka and haruto have you kiryu and he's like no, what the fuck? No. <laughs> she was like, man, like that's your responsibility now. You're a, be a man about it. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and I was like, at that point, I was like, 
okay, Yuta's gonna live. Yes. Because <laughs> Haruka, because Kiryu would come back from the grave and haunt his ass if he tried to do anything. I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, so let's then, talk about the... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I have one more. So going into the secret of Onomichi, I'm, uh, I'm just... Cu- unless that was actually what we were going to talk about next. No, 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 no. Okay, I actually was curious. Um, did you need to look up the code or did you or did you did it click for you and did you figure out the code and how to find it are you talking about the on the, the stones the stones no uh well i just walked into a stone after because i i thought there was like a secret trophy for getting all of the 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 you know reading all the stones so then yeah. there was one more i had to go to and so i went to that one and i read it and then you know it shows the cutscene and he, he's reading it and then it cuts to another cutscene i was like oh shit what's this and then i was like oh fuck they're all on the stones so then i just went to all the stones and i i did that so Dude, I, I didn't look that's it awesome I, I, yeah no yeah. i was about to say i didn't i stumbled upon it too and i'm actually really proud that i did like i i felt even more accomplished not looking it up yeah. yeah, I mean, there were some things. Granted, I looked up about this game, but none of it was related to the main story. Yeah, I was about to say, like, anytime there's a sub story or like some like some kind of mini menial thing that you have to like answer to, like the cats and the food, it's just like, oh fuck it, I'm not gonna yeah. waste my time. But um, this one, I I actually really liked this a lot. How how you found the code? The it was very yeah. clever because yeah, I felt the same way as you did. And I was like, oh, I have to read all of these eventually. So I'm just going to read some of them throughout the game. And then what yeah. actually happened was I was getting really desperate trying to, because I was talking to people and trying to find a hint. But like, you know, it that wasn't the direction you were supposed to go in the first place. And then what ended up happening, because uh, I was just like, maybe the hint is at a Senkoji Shrine. And so I went up the mountain. And then, conveniently, the guy who tells you about the stones was still there. And I guess I never talked to that guy. And you're like, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, and I never talked to that guy ever. And then he, that's when he introduced the stones. And I was like, oh, huh, that's funny. Like, I, after all this time of reading the stones, I've never actually talked to him. And then he's standing next to a stone. So I read it because I wanted to get the trophy. You know, supposedly, if there was a trophy to get the uh, get the poems, I wanted it. So I read it. And then it did that thing with the second cutscene, and I was like, "Oh my, oh my god!" <laughs> and then, and then it clicked, and yeah. So, uh, so did you understand the whole secret of Onomichi? Um, so the secret of Onomichi, I felt so. Okay, first of all, there is a goddamn boat underneath the Hiroshima Bay. So. <laughs> Oh, not not um, just a boat, a, a World War Two recreated battleship. Yes. Like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> I so oh god, where do I even begin? Okay, the secret of Michi. It's not necessarily the the fucking huge ass boat. It's the fact that after Japan had been demilitarized, they've been still making militarized things behind the scenes. The yakuza have. Or like using you, using laundered money. Yes, have been using laundered money to make militarized weapons. I think that was yeah. It's pretty much about money. It's all about like stolen money and putting it towards something that the symbol of Japan, what it once was before. Yes, exactly. Yeah, then that was a weird secret when they revealed it. I was like, the fuck! Out? And a boat came out. I was like, oh, it's the Yamato, and they're like, it's the Yamato Mark II. And I was like, okay. <laughs> How do you, do you feel say? about the Iwamis in general? And Kurusu 
and you uh, know, like, um, I thought they were good bad guys. His son is definitely ruthless. Yeah, and uh, I thought that the motivations that drove the son were definitely, of course, it was all power. That's what all the games are about. It's interesting because <laughs> it juxtaposes Jimmy and um, Big, because Jimmy was just like, hey. Hey, Dad, like, you know, I did all of this, like, you know, you, like, look what I did. I just want you to acknowledge that I did this. And then he went, he went for more of a kind of, it was more tender versus Suneo, which was just like, you haven't noticed me all this time. I knew about the secret of Onomichi for 40 years, so I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Hirose was, an, was a roller coaster and a half. In this entire series. And, like, dealing with that guy, oh my god, has given me such a headache (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What really got to me was the scene where um, Matsunaga and Nagumo, like, were trying to save him. And then he goes, you know, if I died... I actually thought it would be one of the two of you killing me. And it flashed back to him killing their parents. And I was like, oh my god, this is exactly like Kazuma. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and I was so, up, like, I was, like, so upset and crying so hard. I was like, oh my god, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, that was a really powerful scene, especially, like, the tieback to how a lot of orphans in Yakuza are because that they like the chairman had killed their father in some way. I was like, "Oh god." Yeah, that was really sad that when I when I heard that, I was like, "Oh no, this is so sad but so true." I know. What really got me is that um if you it, a little bit of a of the dialogue Matsunaga or Matsunagi, uh he he knew what the ship was already when it when it surfaced and he kind of knew like random things about the navy but that like was it you know you didn't really think about uh, remember Matsunaga was working on it in at the bar yeah the oh my god yeah. oh yeah. my i totally didn't realize i totally forgot about that scene too oh i'm sorry yeah it's I'm okay even, yeah oh my, i'm even more upset now <laughs> i just see the, the fact i liked about hirose was that you know, even though he was a cold-blooded murderer, like he was humanized in the fact that he cared for these kids, and so he took care of them himself. I was like, "Oh, it's that's exactly, a very, it's exactly it's a, really like Shintaro Kazuma and Yoshiki and Kira. yeah, like exactly, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah." But it's it's a very, um, it's a very, I feel like it's a very beat Takeshi thing because like oh, in totally. his movie, in his movies, as when he's playing a yakuza like killer, like he's very very cold-blooded and he's like this badass, but then um. He has like this very compassionate side to him. Like he cares for like little animals or flowers or kids or something. It's like this weird contrast, but it works out really well. If you think about it, um, the actors for Yuta and Hirose basically played the ex- same exact personality that they played in Battle Royale. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's right. And they were yeah. <laughs> So what did you think about the very, very end hour-long movie part? Because I will share my thoughts now. I thought Kiryu was dead dead, and I was going to be okay with that. Okay, so... Where do I even begin? Okay. So, Kiryu... Dying... 
Oh my god, like, that whole entire scene, if he was dead, if they ended the credits at that, I would have fucking believed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would I would have been like, oh my god, my fucking life. <laughs> at that part in Okinawa, I thought he was gonna, you know, walk out there and be like, hey, like, Haruto would be like, well, you know, uncle, or something like that. But then no, like, he really, he was really pulling a Batman. He just didn't do it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's actually, I said out, like, I yelled out loud like when the second pair of credits came in and the game was officially over it's like it's batman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's batman it's you said batman. that i really yelled of it. all the of all the things you said it's batman yes I know. <laughs> okay okay that's fine too no i mean it, i mean they, they definitely pulled a marvel where they showed like that kind of like not really post-credit scene but like yeah. mid-credit scene where he like walked away in okinawa so I, yes i think that's how yakuza zero ended too though so right Yakuza Zero ended with like Kiryu Chan. Kiryu Chan. Yeah. But they had they had that post credit thing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. After the fact, I did not mind that he didn't die because he still it was still on his terms, and although it was depressing as fuck, it he knew that he knew that to really protect Haruka, he had to not be alive anymore yeah like because that because no matter what if he's alive like even if he like retires somewhere to fukuoka which is basically what yakuza 5 is about if people know that he's alive then they're still gonna attack his family what was weird to me was the way that the death was faked and i say that because a random politician um came in and was basically like we need you you know we'll give you mo- we'll give you hush money and he goes and you know i you know me i'm not a huge fan of Dusex machina type endings yeah and they didn't show his name his face or didn't say his name and that's kind of what bothered me the most because i thought i thought it'd be someone from a past game that we probably haven't seen yet yeah but no it was just some dude i was like this yeah is exactly stupid no i i re- like i was really expecting like all of a sudden we were gonna find some kazuma or like dojima we've never seen before and like that yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah but then i don't know yeah it just felt unjustified you know yeah but then so a a few people have also interpreted it differently and one of it being one of it having to do with Date being the only witness and that it can't be anyone in the yakuza who knows that he's still alive. Oh, I see. And then I was like, okay, that makes sense. So I when I read that I was like, I get it. And then also someone made a prediction that what if this character that you don't see might be a like a new villain of the upcoming yakuza game so or you know oh yeah, yeah so yeah, so yeah. someone also brought that up too but uh, we'll, we'll obviously see what happens um yeah i felt that the way that yakuza 5 ended i would have liked to see kiryu and majima have one more scene yakuza 5 featured so many characters that some of them weren't really wrapped up in six. I was like, kind of surprised that they yeah. didn't include them at all in the storyline or a sub story. 
I was like, man, what are they going to expand on the, all these other characters? But I, I guess it's for a future game. Who knows? You know what? Who knows? Because this is only Kiri's last adventure, not the series' last adventure. It is true. It's very true. So I'm speculating that we're going to see Kiryu again, but as you a see? sub-story. Like a side character that helps the main character through the plot, but not necessarily a playable character. You can't. Ki- if you killed him off, then he can never come back as a side thing ever. Yeah, he's probably going to help the main protagonist in the future. If he helps the main protagonist in the future, then I don't. I also don't know how I would feel about that, especially if the main character is a Tojo clan member in the future. Because then it's like, dude, you just like left your daughter and your grandson, yeah. and yeah. actually your entire clan, and you're helping out this guy. <laughs> now. Yeah, no, it it needs to be justified if he does it. Yeah, you so he, he needs to have like a very specific and moral reason for doing it. Yeah, outside of the other specific and moral reasons, he's already done the things he's done. <laughs> I th- yeah, exactly. I actually think that realistically, if he, if Kiryu is brought back, it's because for some because we might do the thing again where we people need to find him for help because. I just yeah. feel like it's not at this point the way they ended it. It's not characteristic for him to just all of a sudden help out this new Ichiban character. And plus, only like what two people know he's alive. Yes, so exactly. Technically, te- technically three if you count Haruto. <laughs> 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 That'd be funny if Haruto grows up like tr- like drawing pictures of Kiryu, but he doesn't know who he is. And he's Aww, like, "Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Cool. You know, like who's this guy that I don't remember? I know what he looks like, but I don't remember him." <laughs> And they're like, oh, he's no one. He's just a comic he's, book character. Yeah, he's just this one guy. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, not with us anymore. He was your uncle. He's dead now. But anyways, <laughs> you know. Oh, and then the the letter that Kiryu writes to Dojima, like, I la- like it was supposed to be a tender moment, but I laughed out loud when it was actually about Dojima. <laughs> well, why, why are you laughing? Because I was expecting it to be about Haruka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, it's about Dojima. And then I like laughed because I was like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> which yeah, make, no, that. Which makes sense because the entire series, you know how Kiryu feels about Haruka. It doesn't, you don't really need to write it in a letter again. Yeah. Like, I feel like he wasn't. See, when they showed him writing a letter in the hospital and they were like, Yuta and Haruka were playing in the background, yeah. I thought he was either, I thought he was either writing his will. Which technically it was kind of his will. I was, you know, I, or, that would have that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, or he was writing a letter to Haruka. But yeah. then when it wasn't either of those things, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, I guess he's trying to give guidance. Yeah, exactly. It's like that was a that was a letter as a father of the Tojo clan giving guidance, a forefather yeah, yeah. to be exact. I was like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and also really random. I like how um, Somea still refers to Kiryu as the fourth chairman. Yes. I was, like, I was like, wow, this guy's very, like, he's very upholding of original traditions, but he's also more like, yeah, like, it's time to go in a new direction. And he's like, oh, Yondaime. I was like, ooh, so cool. So I cool. know. <laughs> Dude, he ain't the dragon of Dojima for nothing. Exactly. Like, it almost makes sense that, it almost makes sense be- that he, um, that he didn't die, because fuck, after all these times and he didn't die yet, and for him to die <laughs> from from that it's just like yeah i get it i feel you <laughs> i mean he was like what shot so many times yeah and he hasn't died yes exactly so i was like damn nothing can kill kiryu like literally nothing can kill kiryu nothing nothing <laughs> crazy it's crazy i know stuff. but um 
Also, hold on. I'm okay. So in Yakuza Six, Kiryu is I think like forty ish or fifty ish, and he so does not look that age still. But like, I think yeah. that's also that's also now the fault of the Dragon Engine looking so good. <laughs> When I played the Yakuza Kiwami 2 demo, you know, coming fresh off of 6, I was like, they look exactly the same. Like, they aged him a little bit in 6, but in Kiwami 2, he still looks pretty much the same, but not really that much younger. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell what age he is, I know. <laughs> really, just by looks alone. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, wow. But what, a, what a beautiful game, Elisa. This is probably the most beautiful Yakuza game. Oh, 100%. And imagine that, like, if everything else is rebuilding this engine, oh god! I mean, they probably won't do three, four, five in this engine, but every every future game will be in this engine. So I will say, be- um, coming off of five, it would be fucking amazing if they redid this and en- if they redid five in this engine because of all the f- f- five different locations that you visit. That would be insane if they pulled that I, off. I would buy it. <laughs> yeah, that would be absolutely insane if they pulled it. So I'm throwing my I'm throwing my money at the screen, but there's no more Yakuza games coming. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, where are the games? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so by the way, you know how Kiri was like, I considered you like a father? Blah 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 to Dojima or Daigo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was legit confused at a point because I thought they were the same age, actually. Or like closer uh, to the same age. I and then I was like, oh, how much younger is Daigo? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, uh, Daigo I don't know how old he is, but I know he's he might be in his thirties at by the time of Yakuza six. Okay. So, For sure. Yeah, that that confused me. I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. thought he was way older. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's 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 the beard. <laughs> it's the beard. It's the beard. Like I, I it's not that I, I feel like Kiryu's arc I'm okay with his arc being done at the end of six, but I just want to play all the other games with Kiryu to yeah. see how his arc became over, you know what I mean? So now that I've experienced like two Yakuza games where Kiryu is trying to re- trying to escape it, I'm kind of ready to go back into a Yakuza where he's just straight up like the dragon of Dojima. Yeah. Ruthlessly. Same. Yeah. But yeah. um, I think one more comment, really random comment I wanted to make before we end this is I really like the music of this game. It's like it feels like a elevated version of every game that we've seen so far. But also the the really random my favorite song out of this game is the Today is a Diamond song. Oh yeah. Ono- Did you hundred percent that song? No, it's a it's part of the I'm going to be number one ranked in Japan. I will be. Mark- Do it. Get on my level. Get on my level. Mark my words. <laughs> Get on my level. Get on my level. Yeah. I also really like the substory music in this game specifically the ending substory music where they have a revelation and they come to terms it's like it's it's piano right yes I, I, it I thought, is yes it's piano <laughs> i i thought i thought it kind of sounded like see you again that charlie puth was khalifa song yeah <laughs> so i was like low-key waiting for that song to come on i was like yes. oh, i guess i guess it's not that song but this is this is good <laughs> yes <laughs> uh you know it, it was yeah I like the music overall. I think the music is great. Did yes. you hear um, Bakamitai in the snack bar in Hiroshima? Yes, I did. Snack Gaudi, like, new Snack Gaudi. Uh, I was like, why can't we sing it? <laughs> I know. 
Oh. Yeah, Today's a Diamond is the only song I've 100%ed so far, and the other ones are a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But I'm getting there. I mean, that's one of the things I'm working on. Yes. I'm probably going to play baseball right after we finish this podcast. Very nice. <laughs> not in real life in the game, because, you know, I play video games. And not video <laughs> games <so. laughs> but yeah, um, overall, I enjoyed the game a lot. Yeah, same. Same. I, I mean, it's hard to... When it comes to the Yakuza series, it's hard to displease me. I'm pretty much entertained by everything in the yes. game. There's some, always something fun to do in the games. Like, the, the the clan creator stuff got really hard, though, because, it you know, it feels like an <laughs> RTS. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you have to level everyone up, and all my guys are still, like, you know, in their early 30 levels. So I'm at the point now where everything is just so much harder. Like, all the, the bad guys are like have, like, rocket launchers now. I'm like, how do I... How do I win? <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So, really random. Um, you know the you know the yakuza the yakuza games the Japanese um, name for it. Ryugagatoku. This entire time, um, and also I should have realized this. It's not a fucking translation of yakuza. No, it's not. It, and it's then. Like- and then when I realized the dra- the the translation actually means like a dragon, or you, uh-huh. I was like, that's more bad. That's way more badass than yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, there's no word, there's no word of yakuza <clears throat> in it. <laughs> I was like, that's so hardcore. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, and that's a random side story. And also, the new game is gonna be called like a new dragon, but like th- that's the name of the project. It's not necessarily the name of the game yet. So yeah, it could be seven. For like all it we could know. be seven for all we know. They could like like Yakuza New Beginnings. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Yakuza the reboot. <laughs> the reboot. All right. It's now um play and pre-order Kiwami Two. Play as much Yakuza yep. as you can, and please, please support the localization team by buying the games in the West. Yes, um, as you know, hit us up at contact at downtime live, down, twitter.com slash downtime live, and um, any platform where we have the podcast. Write us a comment and let us know how you feel about Yakuza Six. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yes. And have a good day. Bye.